Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Our bodies are speaking to us all the time. And my guest on today's show is Emily A. Francis, and she believes that we can decode that language that opens us up to access the body's innate wisdom, our healing, and our joy. We'll learn about how emotional trauma and our joy is stored and held in the body and how we can shift negative energy. Are you ready to meet her? Emily A. Francis is a speaker, best-selling author, and wellness expert with an array of education and experience that spans more than 20 years. Her knowledge of the body, as well as the body-mind connection, is extensive, and her commitment to total body, mind, and spirit wellness is her driving force. Emily believes in a whole-body, proactive approach to wellness, where balance is the key and kindness paves the way. Her new book is Healing Ourselves Whole. She's the host of the internet radio show All About Healing on Healthy Life Radio, and you can find out more about Emily and her work at healingourselveswhole.com. Um, Emily, welcome to Out of the Fog. Karen, your voice is so beautiful that I really wish I could take that entire bio that you just gave for me and put it on my website because it was <laughs> stunning. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm listening to you going, I wonder if I could have that piece and put it on my website. <laughs> I would be happy to, if you shoot me an email when we're done, okay. I would be happy to, I'll just record it and you just put it's it right so on the website. Beautiful. <laughs> your voice sounded amazing with it. And it was just, it was like, is that, is she talking about me? That is fabulous. So, thank you for having having me on. I love being here and I'm glad to be back on your show. And I, I love staying in touch with you. And I just, I think you're just a beautiful, wonderful person. And I'm excited to share the space. Oh my goodness. And that concludes the program. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> I think we, um, I'm wondering what, um, what led you to write this book? This is different than your other books. There's it is, yeah. a more interactive component. This is very much like, um, like here's some of the theory and now let's do the work. What, what is it that inspired exactly. you to write the book? That's exactly what it is. So I, I consider my, this book in the last two, basically like a health and healing trilogy. So the original one, the body heals itself is why do we carry pain where we do? Why do these muscle groups seem to govern this emotion? And then the follow-up to that one was whole body healing, which was who do we go to when we need healing? So what, who are the practitioners in the physical aspect and the emotional aspect, the spiritual aspect and the energy body, where do they live and how do we find and create our team of healing? But this book, Healing Ourselves Whole, is the work you do alone. And it, it really is that I have been studying body healing for nearly 25 years. And I feel like this last book is the cherry on top to offering literally everything I know. Like, I don't know that I could come up, I could, but I don't know that I could come up with quite as much as I've already put out there because 
I'm giving everything I have spent my life doing to save people time for having to research and find it out themselves. But healing ourselves whole, I created something called the somatic emotion chart. And somatic, the word somatic is a fancy term for body. So don't let it overwhelm you. It just means your body emotions. And it has four heavy emotions, an action bridge to get you to four fabulous emotions. And it's based on my years of work that if you go to a cognitive therapist, they give you a feeling wheel and an emotion chart, and you have to choose from all these different feelings. And the body just doesn't hold like that. The body's not an in-between vessel. It, It just holds really specific emotions is what I found. And that's why I created it. But it's also because, um, you, you, there's a part of healing that has to be done alone. And everybody talks about, you have to do the work. Well, how do you know what work that is? And so that's what I finally did was I took you through each chapter as a different emotion. It's a different lengthy meditation, which are all available free on my website to listen to audio. And then it follows immediately with a journal and the journal is not random pages of blank lines. They're incredibly specific to help you remember what the meditation taught you inside your body. And I just, I wanted to give people the tools all in one place to be able to learn how to listen to their bodies on their own. Why don't we listen to our bodies? I think it's because we never were taught. I I really do. I I think, I think in healing, you have so much cognitive therapy over your thoughts and behaviors, but there's not enough people that are doing hands-on body work, writing these books or teaching these classes. And so it gets left behind, even though we know that your body is part of it, but somehow it's like we, uh, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And I think that we, we became okay with the, the mind, the mind sets up tone and the body follows, but I disagree with that. I think that the body holds the truths and the mind is open to diversion. The mind is open to interpretation. The body is not. And I'm going to give you an example. And this is a really basic example, if I may. A person is in a car accident. Then they come to me for massage. They might have whiplash. Something may have happened. I start asking questions. Where were you looking? Where were you hit? What? Tell me, tell me the exact position of your body at the time of impact. Guess what their answer always is? I can't remember. I don't, it's hazy. I don't really, I don't have the details. Why? Because the mind can eject from the body. It's the gift of the mind for trauma. It's the gift that you can survive something. So you eject, it's called disassociation if you're in cognitive world, but your body doesn't come with an eject button. So every single thing that happened in real time goes right into the soft tissues of the body, which is your muscles, especially the fascia, even the blood and plasma. Chinese medicine, they believe that the blood and plasma is the key to memory, that that's how the memory moves through the body. And me as a clinical neuromuscular massage therapist believes that the muscles store the memories like muscle memory, but also for emotions. And then other people, energy workers might say it's the fascia, which is like the matrix of the entire body. And so people think that the meridians flow along the matrix of the fascia, which it does. So it doesn't really matter to me which avenue you think these in this information highways are stored because they're all correct and they're all in the soft tissue. So when something happens, your body takes in the fact of exactly what had happened without a narrative. And then our mind comes in a little later and starts to put some pieces back. And, and honestly, it, it can be open to other people's stories and kind of mesh a different reality. So when you, 
when you learn how to listen to the body and only the body and then bring in the mind, then it becomes a situation of I am accepting these facts as they happened, not as I want them to and not as I've made them become, but as they happened in real time. And I believe that's where big keys live for your healing. Would that be... Hmm. Would that feel scary, though, if I, if something happened to me and I jumped out of my body, my mind hit that eject button and I was like, nope, I'm out of here. But my body remembers everything. Would it feel scary to unlock that? Yes, it certainly can. Or it can feel like you're coming home because it's always been there. It's not like it goes away. It's not like you put it on a shelf and you might not mentally think about it. But in my opinion... And it is okay if people disagree with this. But in my opinion, from doing more than 15 years of hands-on body work, I believe that your body is storing all that information and it's been waiting. And I also believe that that is the beginning of chronic pain. I believe that. That doesn't mean that I'm correct. It doesn't mean I can go into a lab and prove it to you. However, when I see anybody with chronic pain conditions, there's always a latch on into the muscles of something that happened that's never been released. So for people listening who are wondering about, maybe there's somebody listening who is living with chronic pain or someone who knows that there are things that have happened in their lives that maybe they haven't fully dealt with on a physical level. How can they start to gently recognize those places and start to peel back the layers? There's a lot of different avenues, to be honest, but there's three that come to my mind. So here's where I want to go with it. Uh, one is that you could go to a person that can help you like a Reiki practitioner, a massage therapist, somebody who can help you get to an emotional release. Because where you want to get when you're talking chronic pain, you want to have the emotional release. Those only happen once. There's a ton of other emotional releases, but anybody that's had the emotional release knows exactly what I'm saying. And it doesn't really need a further explanation, but something happens when somebody can help guide it out. And you have this massive cry where you're body breaks into a sweat and you shake and it comes from the soles of your feet and from the point of impact somewhere in your body up and out through the tears because tears are a physical manifestation of pain leaving the body you cannot put them back it's the release and you come out first of all exhausted you go home like a rag doll and you sleep for oh so deep and you wake up the next day honestly like a new person so that to me is the a number one that's the big goal I wrote the book, Healing Ourselves, to help teach you how to do this for yourself, how to put your hands on your own body and follow the, the signs and the lines. And then the other one is, and this is just, it's, it's in my old book, um, Bach Flower Rescue Remedies Help Deal with Emotions. And they are exactly for peeling the layers back. They are to help you be able to handle as the layers open without it being so incredibly traumatic, but you're still going there. So if, if you're not, if you are somebody who does not want to be touched or you don't have somebody around that really has that depth, because there's a big difference between massage therapy and a person that can do what I'm talking about, the right. emotional release and really getting down in there. Um, and so if you are somebody that's like, well, I don't know any of those people. I don't trust anyone. I don't feel comfortable or safe having somebody else's hands on me while I'm experiencing this release, then start really slow. Start with my book and learn how to do it alone. 
And then if you feel like, okay, now I do need to assemble my team. That is my other book, Whole Body Healing. And in that we talk about the Bach flower remedies because they're very subtle, but they're very powerful. And I used them myself on my own healing journey for that exact reason that my acupuncturist used to say it was like, you could either peel the layers back of an onion or you can slice right through the middle. And the Bach flower can give you both options. Hmm. Hmm. Something that I see sometimes, so I'm a professional intuitive and a teacher and something I see sometimes in people I'm working with is that when they've had a lot of trauma, they hold everything in their lives I mean, everything like what I had for lunch and hold things so tightly, almost like you were clutching it to yourself as tightly as you could energetically, because we get afraid that if we let go of anything, we might have that kind of cathartic experience. And then I'm holding a peanut butter sandwich as I'm as tightly as I'm holding that car crash. Does that make sense from the way that you see things? It does. Um, I hadn't really thought about it like that. And I haven't because I do the, the deep dive uh, and, and people find me when they're shifting. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's the way it's been for a really long time. So people find me at the corner, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't see a lot of the, the smaller, but, but what I know from my own experience with years and years of anxiety and panic and having to bring myself back to life basically is that when we start to release, we feel really naked without the pain because it becomes as important to us as the happiness or more important because we don't know how to live without it. And so when we start to let go, that's part of why in my meditations, we actually immediately, we remove the carrot. That's what I call it. That's dug into the deep tissue. We remove it, but we immediately fill it with something equally as weighty. So it's a liquid uh, energy, liquid uh, colors, and you put it into that hole so that it fills the space, but feels as heavy as the other, except for that the energy that it gives off is healing. But without the equally weighty, you really go out and you think, I'm healed. I feel great. This is amazing. And two to three days later, you're like, oh, I'm going to need you back, fear. I'm going to need you back, pain. I don't know how to live without you. And, and, and it's just, it's too hard now. It's too hard to live without you with me. And so you have to be able to make that switch and keep it heavy in your body, not heavy in a way down, but it has to be able to fill that space and it needs to fill quickly. Otherwise, what, I mean, you know, when you get a, a cut, you know, there's these little fibroblasts and they, they lay down every which way. And that's what causes scar tissue. It's the same kind of idea. When you open something up energetically, if you don't fill it, then you're going to have these little energetic fibroblasts that just start digging and growing and crossing over each other. And they make no sense, no rhyme or reason. And if you don't have really good intention or really powerful imagery to get those filled, then you might fill it with something not worse, but not better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and what I'm saying, I think, is that we have habits of holding energy and that and that we hold experience and happen. We hold them in our accustomed way. And what I like about your work and what I like about the book is you're talking about opening new doors to ways of holding that energy and holding that experience that help people heal and move forward. Yes, because, you know, I'm basically asking you to trade me. I'm asking you to trade it out like, okay, uh, trade me this brick for something as heavy as the brick, but it gives off this really healing subtlety in your body that can help bring you back together. And then you just have to trust me on it that the trade worked. 
You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Emily A. Francis. Her new book is Healing Ourselves Whole, an interactive guide to release pain and trauma by utilizing the wisdom of the body. And you can find out more about Emily and her work at healingourselveswhole.com. I pulled a quote out of the book, and I highlighted it a thousand times, and this is the one I pulled out. Let me be clear, you are not too old. It is not too late. You did not miss your chance. And wildly exciting opportunities at life are absolutely possible and available for you. I love that. Can you talk a little bit about the way our body stores joy and how we can unlock that for ourselves and step into a more joyful experience of our own healing? Yes. Uh, and first of all, I love that quote. I actually could have quoted it back to you. I have chills all over my body. It's one of my favorites because it means so much to me. Because when I wrote it, you know, a lot of things that we write, we write to ourselves mm -hmm. and then we hope other people can benefit. And so when I wrote that, it was me talking to me, you know, because it's easy to go, well, you know what? People aren't going to want you anymore. You're starting to get old. You're starting to, you know, <laughs> you don't have the old body that the athletic figure used to be. And, you know, people aren't going to approve. And it's like, it's so sad. It's ridiculous actually, mm -hmm. but it's, it's programming. And so I, that was my way of deprogramming myself, you know? Um, but so here's a, before I even go into the muscles and the joy, I want to give my own personal mantra as well. If I can join that with it, this is my mantra for health and healing of any time I get overwhelmed, I stop and I repeat this over and over until my body catches it. And that is that every cell in my body is reprogramming itself to function at healthy optimum levels now. Mm. And if I say it over and over, something shifts for me. So I was in like a yoga class and I started to feel really anxious, it, really anxious. And I started thinking like, should I leave? Should I leave? I'm flipping out. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm having a problem. And then I, I looked inside myself and I said, Emily, every cell in my body is reprogramming itself to function at healthy optimum levels. And I repeated it until the class was over. And I walked out high as a kite, feeling amazing, endorphins mm -hmm. releasing. And my body said, yes. That's a, that's a trick into your muscle system by giving a mantra. Your muscles hold all the experiences of your life. This is not just muscle memory to hit a baseball. This is not just muscle memory to remember how to eat. Muscle memory holds holds the way that your mind does. So the muscles that hold the trauma also hold the joy. So think about this. How many times have you been in the car and some song comes on the radio and you're transported immediately to being 16 and in the love of your life to your first love's car and you can smell the vinyl leather or you can smell the cologne or the cigarette smoke, whatever the smell is on their collar and you remember the song playing and you can all of a sudden these memories are so wildly freeing and they're so in your face. They're not like old memories. They're back. They're in. They've come into the present. And you have this visceral whole body reaction and you start to smile or go back in time. That's your muscles opening up and giving you that release of joy. You're doing the same trigger release. You're just doing it for something great. And we don't think about that enough that that like I went to the beach one time with a with a person who does comedy. And she's absolutely hilarious. And it was just me and her. And we're sitting on inner tubes at the end, where, right where the water comes up over your legs, but it doesn't take you out into the sea. And we're sitting with a six pack of beer and she's hilarious. And my face hurt for a week because I could not stop laughing. And something will come up every now and again. And I'm transported right into that place. 
the release of the hormones, they happen right away. Your muscles and the memories release just the way trauma does. So now I'm re-experiencing this place of pure joy. Joy is physiological. It's embedded in the tissues. So what is it that makes us not allow it to come up enough? Because the more that you allow yourself to go and feel it, every time it comes into your life, you're releasing double the hormones for healing. And like, that's what I want for all of us. And, and the sad part is, and I'm so included in this, it's really hard to experience joy without a second fear that something bad is going to happen because we mm. let ourselves feel the joy. And so what I, what I want to do for everyone is to challenge you. And it shouldn't really be a challenge, but it is. Are you brave and bold enough to sit in the space when joy releases its emotions and let it rise all the way through yourself, all the way up through the mind, outside of the body, all over yourself without getting up and running away from it? Can you experience that true bliss and be in it and not have any sort of negative thoughts of like, okay, I just let myself really enjoy. Now I'm a jerk. I should be grieving this, or I should be fearful of this, or I should feel guilty for this. You are allowed to feel joy and happy is a, is a step below joy. It's not as physiological as joy is, but happy is more, um, consistent of an expression. So we, we feel it enough times that we recognize it when it comes and that's why happy is the first of my fabulous four, followed by joy and then connected. And connected is more of when your body is in chaos, none of the cells, none of the plasma, none of the muscles, we're not all working in unison. So if you think of like magnets lining up positive to negative in a line, they're not lining up positive to negative. They're lining up negative to negative and positive to positive and they're repelling. So think about your cells and the structure of them, and they're not able to, to choo-choo themselves forward in a, in a good amicable way for your healing. But when you become connected, that's a deep internal aspect of healing that all of a sudden turns all the cells into the same direction so that there's no more chaos within the, within the vessel, any vessel. And then the last of the fabulous four is empowered. And that means that you are allowed yourself to feel happy when it comes up and then deeply sit inside the joy. Then you get your body on that one same team being connected. And now you're able to take all of those wonderful experiences and step out into the world without the world affecting the internal structure that you have built. And that is becoming empowered. Emily, how can listeners connect with you, find out about working with you? I know you've got a new blog project going as well. There's tons of stuff happening. How can they find out all the good stuff? Uh, you can go to my website, healingourselveswhole.com, and there's a place to get in touch with me. I respond really quickly. So I'm happy to help you, guide you, offer advice. Uh, I, I'm, I'm there because I, I also understand that well, you know what? I used to reach out to authors when I was struggling and the people that responded were incredibly helpful. Mm. And I want to be one of those for other people. Cause you know what? We, nobody is in self-help that didn't go through hell at some point. They're this just true. Not. Yep. That's right. <laughs> you know, we would pick something else like humor to write about, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, here I am, I'm writing the books and now, you know, you, I'm doing all the marketing and I'm thinking I have to hire on somebody to do my social media, because if I wanted to learn that I would have pursued that degree, but I pursued exercise science instead, or that, you know, the body and the things that I've studied, you pick your place and then you add in your team, but it's the same thing. Nobody that's not had a hard time 
or anybody that's had a super easy life, they're not going into self-help then. They're going to go into fiction, fantasy, romance, humor. It's just something else. Emily, thank you so much for being on the show. It is always great fun to talk to you. I love being on your show. Thank you so much. I've loved it, Karen. I hope I get to come back soon. Oh, gosh, you're welcome anytime. And plus, I'm going to send you, I'll record that bio and send it to you. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) I love your voice. I want that on when people click on to Healing Ourselves Whole and boom, there's your voice in my bio. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much. That is Emily A. Francis. Her new book is Healing Ourselves Whole, an interactive guide to release pain and trauma by utilizing the wisdom of the body. And you can find out more about Emily and her work at healingourselveswhole.com. There's a ton of audio meditations there um, that go with the exercises in the book. So once you pick up the book, you're going to be able to get those audios there. Um, And you can also find Emily on social media as well. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events or about what's happening next on this radio program. You can also book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. And you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram at Fog City Psychic. And I'm starting to put these podcasts up on YouTube, just the audio, but building a little channel over there. So if you look for Karen Hager on YouTube, you should be able to find me that way. And if you believe as I do that when we focus on peace, when we put our attention on creating peace in our hearts and peace in the world, that things really do change. If you believe that, I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. That's a free monthly meditation project that I started with my wife several years ago now. And we meet the first Sunday of every month for 15 minutes of guided meditation. It's open to people from all over the world. There's no selling, no yelling, no discussion, no politics, no nonsense, just 15 minutes of focus on peace. If you're interested, you can get details at openpeacefulheart.com. There are also a lot of recorded meditations that you can stream there anytime you like. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.